asking questions, and, well, I said, I don't know. While Christine drove, Mike frantically texted, Sarah, what's going on? Why is your phone off? Call me when you get this message. Things happen faster in a small town than the big city. The police department, hello? Anybody home? Announce yourself, please. Officers checked the stern home. We're checking the house. It was empty, except for Sarah's beloved dog, Buddy, in his crate. Michael called me that night, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, to tell me that the car was on the bridge. I, my thoughts were not good. Robin Draper, an old friend of the Stearns, lived across the street. How much do you know so far? Officers walked over and asked her about Sarah. What mindset was she in today when she drove? You didn't see, did anybody in your family talk to her this morning, today? She texted me, she said, uh, can I bring some stuff over for, it's my mother's. I said, sure. And is she depressed? Is she, you, is, yes, I think she's depressed. Is she mm-hmm. not suicidal anyway, do you think? I don't know. Robin told the officer Sarah had come by the house earlier in the day with her friend Liam McAtasney. They'd left a container of Sarah's things with her daughter, Carly. So the officers drove over to Liam's place to see if he could help. You're Liam? You got a second? Can I come in and talk to you real quick? Yeah, no problem, boss. Is uh, Sarah here by chance? No. When was the last time you talked to her? I was with her today. What time? Uh, before I went to work. Turn some light on if you don't mind. I mean... We went to get food today. Liam said he hadn't seen Sarah since late afternoon. As soon as uh, you hear anything, call the Neptune City or Neptune Township Police Department. Let us know. Thank you. Mike Stern had notified his extended family, including Sarah's cousins, Lindsay and Lauren Barr. What was it like to hear that for the two of you? Instant panic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I tried. Um, I tried calling her phone, sending her texts. Yep didn't answer, which was automatically weird because she was glued to her phone. I left the house in my pajamas, got in my car, and raced down to the where they said they found her car to see if we could find anything, see anything. Just hours later, they were gathered with most of the family at Mike and Sarah's house. Family was there, his sisters, Sarah's cousins. There was about 30 to 40 people. All kind of frantic. All kind of like, what's going on? Sarah's friends and family began to imagine all too many things, including Robin Draper's daughter, Carly, a lifelong friend of Sarah's. I heard my mom on the phone crying downstairs, and she said that they found Sarah's car on the bridge. You know the bridge? I went I went down there after it. That morning? Did your mind go at all to the idea that she may have jumped off the bridge? It was one of the thoughts in my head. I was like, did she jump off the bridge? I, I didn't know. Meanwhile, Sarah's father, on his agonizing drive north, worried that Sarah might have done something terribly, fatally rash. Because you just don't know. Because the keys were in the car, the car was operational, and Sarah was missing. And it was like two, three feet from that parapet over into the water. Mm -hmm. So Mike imagined awful things on his 16-hour drive home. But surely... Neither his imagination nor any other could stoop 